G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And welcome to our podcast episode where we are going to predict the qualifiers from semi-final number two, Michael. Yeah, everyone was talking about semi one being the bloodbath. I think this one's harder to pick. It is actually, and you know what? This has come out in the results we've seen because we're not going to just do it from you and me. We are involving the team here. So this mm. is from the team vote. Yes. So we don't have all the blame when all these qualifiers are wrong. <laughs> exactly. We share the hate around here. All up, there were 16 of us who voted. It was just no waiting, straight up. Who are your 10 qualifiers? And these are the results. We've got a few ones there that have got 100% of the team agreeing on this, don't we, Michael? We certainly do. And the first one is Bulgaria. Yeah, no doubt that this is getting through. I think there was a little question mark before we saw the staging because it, Running Order is a bunch of kind of maybe quieter songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't say the word dull, but like kind of quieter <laughs> songs coming through there. And was she going to get trapped and weighted down by that? Then we saw the rehearsal footage and the staging, and it is really impactful. It gives us a telly vote that we probably weren't expecting before, and the juries are going to love it. She is through. Absolutely. Both jury and telly vote coming for that one. We want to talk about Iceland. Dathi Freya is getting through 100% from the team. And look, I mean, obviously, it's just going to do very, very well, this. It's got the jury uh, score there. It really has got a lot of telly vote. They're so endearing and charming. This is sailing through. Without a doubt. Well, let's go on to the next one that got 100%. San Marino. Um, Not surprising got 100%, but maybe not quite up to those other two. But it's really good. She's done a great job. She's such a great performer, Sanit. The staging is really good. And with Flow Rider or without Flow Rider, this is getting through, no doubt. Yeah, can't imagine this one falling at the first hurdle. And we want to talk about Switzerland. Also got 100%. Look, it is a stunning staging concept and everything. I think they're still tight it up a bit but gosh it's visual it's it's you know the, it's, it's oral as in the ears Dale and um, it, it this should sail through if not win the semi-final I'd imagine oh it's totally it, it is totally through there is a no question there whatsoever all right well let's move on to the one that almost got a hundred percent here we've got two to start with we've got 15 out of 16 for Greece now uh, look I was I fell over my chair when I saw the staging this I obviously loved it look it is pretty simple pop in a very Eurovision way and an interesting concept I don't see there being any issues of this getting through yeah very much one we all thought what's the staging going to do on this one and it has really lifted the entry and we think give it a possibility to not fail whatsoever the telly vote will come from this one I'm very interested to see how mm. the juries treat it She's, her vocal's really good. Coming into this, if it fell flat on staging and her command or vocals weren't great, there was going to be a question about this. Definitely. But she commands the stage. Her vocals are awesome. And even whatever the jury's think about the staging, this will get through on that alone. Absolutely. Let's talk about the same score. 15 out of 16 went to Finland. Uh, what did we think about the boys? Oh, this is through. Yeah. I mean... They brought their national final staging over so wonderfully to the Eurovision stage. It's very good rock. I mean, it's 2005 rock, but that's going to work. People are going to enjoy this. The juries will like it. The televote will like it. It is through without a doubt. And for Finland, that's a great result. Yeah, can't imagine this one falling whatsoever. They will be a televote for this one for sure. Again, maybe interesting to see how the juries treat it. Now, one a little, like 14 out of 16, so again, almost they're all up. It is Serbia, Michael. How do you think the trio of women did and are they getting through? Yeah, look, I was really impressed with the rehearsals from them. They were tightening things up, but really the bones and everything are there. I do like the way they're presenting it. They've got a very definite 
own image that they do. Um, and they fill the stage, mainly with hair, but they fill the stage. So that's, um, you know, and I do like the last kind of 30 seconds of it as well brings another element to it. Oh, yeah. I, look, coming into this, I was like, they're going to get through. It doesn't mean I'm going to love it. And then I saw it and my wig flew. Yes. They caught it and they put it on <laughs> on the more hair that they have. Yes. Um, so this is through. It's really quite a special little um, thing. Um, it's ever so slightly messy at times, but it's it's kind of organized chaos. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love it. I love it. All right. Well, they're our only kind of sure fires. I mean, mm. that only takes us down to, what, seven. seven. Mm. Then we get a real group here together that are, uh, you know, not surefire wants to get through. Now, the next one, 11 out of 16, almost you put it into the safe category for the team, but still we wanted someone to make the case for it. And the team member who's going to make the case for Denmark and say why it's going to get through, it's Guy. Fire and Flame are going to close the second semi-final with a big feel-good party and I'm feeling pretty confident they're going to make it through. Everything about this stands out. The song itself, the pair of them are super engaging, the outfits, the dancing, the smiles, it all comes together into a big package that works and I think it's going to make one of those feel-good Eurovision moments that viewers love. People might be feeling a bit tired of seeing Pink Neon by the time they come up on the running order, but I think they'll quickly see that if anybody should be using that imagery, it's this song, and it really works well. Well, I'll agree with Guy on this one. It definitely does stand out and have that feel-good factor. Now, he also has a jury question mark, but definitely some televote coming for this. I have to say, maybe this appeals more to Australians than a lot of other places in Europe, for example. Mm. So maybe we've got a bit of a blind spot on this one, or we're like, yeah, this is really great. But this could be a head-scratcher for people from Central Europe and other places. Yeah, I mean, we do have often quite similar tastes to Northern Scandinavian Europe. And so we're probably getting this as well. And casual viewers in Australia that we've shown this to love it. Mm. I love it, but I'm worried for it. Mm -hmm. I've put it in the 10. And when it gets through, I'll be like, of course it was going to get through. It was fun. It finishes the show. All people who finish the show, and it's just wonderful and, and fantastic. But it is a little... Uh, there's some almost an amateurish, like not 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 amateur. What they're doing is very professional in the way they deliver it. But it could come across a bit like, who are these guys, and are they taking this seriously? Mm. And I hope people don't go against it. And I'm worried about how the juries are going to treat it, and whether it'll definitely get the televote to get through. So I'm scared, but because I love it so much, I feel blinded in. Maybe I'm being too worried about it. Yeah, possibly. I think that last in the running order is kicking it along a bit in its hopes of qualification, I would say. I still think it'll get through. All right, possibly. We'll see. Oh, no. The next one we want to talk about, Dale, is Moldova. Nine out of the 16 of the team are sticking with this one. And we're going to make the case, or sorry, making the case, will be Hugo. I really, really love Sugar as a song, but I, I think this is quite borderline to get into the final. The staging almost seems too slick to be from Moldova, but it's done well. I have to say I'm a little bit disappointed there's no uh, dancing ice creams on stage. That would have been a moment. Um, I think the Eastern brass sound could get quite a, a good bit of televote, especially from uh, countries like Serbia, Albania and Georgia. Um, I don't think this has dropped so much, more so that some of the other borderline qualifiers have risen quite a bit. But interesting to see, and I do think there is a path to the final for this. We're not making the most convincing case there, Hugo. <laughs> I don't want him representing me in court. <laughs> All right. Um, but look, I, I see where he's coming from because I think he's saying, look, alone, 
the sound of the song and the song itself should really appeal mainly probably to eastern audiences but mm-hmm. there are some question marks and it is probably borderline because the staging may not have been as strong as we were hoping yeah and also he makes the point in his mind others have dropped so therefore the door is open again for Moldova we'll see but uh, on a personal level I'm not putting this through I'm going to say that straight away I just don't think that performance has got the grab that you need to actually get the telly back because I can't see jurors really coming for this I feel really confident that this is not going to get through. Likewise. <laughs> um, even though we absolutely love this song, mm-hmm. you should know we all love this song, and it <laughs> breaks our heart to say this, but Kirkorov and Moldova have let us down like they've never let us down before. The staging is just not going to work, and I cannot see this coming through. We'll be delighted if it does come through, mm-hmm. but I don't think it actually probably deserves to get through. Mm. Yeah, and I'll that kind of pains me to say. I'll kind of agree with that. Next up, a 7 out of the 16, just below 50%, and quite the riser in the team is Austria, and making the case for it is Fleur. Vincent Bueno and Amen. Now, here is a song that I had not initially slated in as a surefire qualifier. However, after seeing the first and second rehearsals, I've changed my mind. The staging here is impeccable. It's subtle and it's slick at the same time. Vincent's vocals have been on point, He has a great stage presence and he connects really well with the audience. All up, it's a fantastic package. Well, I'm going to concur with all those points from Fleur. There is the staging and the subtlety and slickness of this. It really gives it a point of difference. Could be considered a little bit old school. They're not really any LED use or anything. And Vincent himself carries it. And it was probably, he was one of the big question marks we had going into it. Yeah, his vocal's really good. And the lighting is fantastic on this one. Um, I think ultimately the staging has lifted it up. But my question mark still is, is the song and almost his Without the chorus, it's almost this, there's a musical theaterness about it as well. And the chorus is amen, repeated and repeated. So people might appreciate his voice and the lighting and the staging, but can the, the song get through? Can they drag this kind of not great song just from his performance and staging alone? I think it's possible, but I'm definitely on the fence and I put him just out. I think I had him as my 11th. Okay, the way I look at this semi-final, I think we've got three at the very top there, Bulgaria, Iceland and Switzerland, which are going to soak up a lot of of jury points that Mm -hmm. leaves everyone fighting over the rest i think he's going to be fighting probably at the top of that group fighting for the jury vote so i think he's probably going to finish about fourth or fifth in the jury probably lower 10 for the tally vote you're through you're putting him through okay that's interesting and look as we go down the votes this is the 10th place for the team Mm -hmm. so officially the team is putting him through uh, but we still have it in that middle range that we're talking around here in this borderline. All right. So let's talk about our next one. It's Czech Republic and Benny Cristo. He got six of the 16 votes. And making the case for Benny is Wade. Do not sleep on Benny Cristo. This man is groovy. He's charismatic. He's cool. He has a natural stage presence. And he is going to elevate this song in the semi final. I think the song itself is contemporary, it's catchy, an instant mood setter and quite distinct from the other songs around it. The other advantage is he's performing in third in the semi-final, away from some of the heavy hitters in semi-final too. The camera work we're also seeing within the rehearsal stage is quite dynamic and fun. It moves around with him on the stage. It's not necessarily static like some of the other performances. 
So I think there's enough elements there for him to qualify, but not necessarily sail through. I think what you hear from Wade there, it's all about Benny. It's all about his delivery. And he's right, there is movement in the staging of it all. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately for me, it's it's too close to an X-Factor performance. There's no wow in the staging, and they're relying on Benny alone. Now, Benny is charismatic, and so far in rehearsals, he's been okay without being amazing. Now, he could bring it on the night. But guess what? You're at Eurovision and there is 16 other charismatic people on stage. You're in mm-hmm. the big leagues now. You're yep. not just in, in Prague, in Czech Republic. So I think they needed the staging to match him. And I just don't think it's strong enough. It, mm. it just isn't a Eurovision worthy staging, particularly that people really lifted their game with staging this year. Yeah, I will kind of agree with that. The song is distinct. So if you like the song and you connect with it, Uh, and you've only got three minutes to do that on the night, then, yeah, you'll probably be really impressed with Benny and his performance. I just can't really see it getting enough points to to really get through to the 10. It might be close. He might be kind of screaming 11th kind of thing for me, but um, it'll be interesting. He needs to bring it because this needs lifting. I think this will fall really low. I don't think it'll beat many home. Um, We have not seen him do a full vocal yet. He's not doing a Kate Miller high-key vocal. There's no reason to rest his voice, and he's not been hitting or going for any of those notes Mm. at all. And they're not even big notes. Third in the running order is a problem too. And so juries are going to just... And then the staging, I just don't... I just see him outside the 10 on both. I Mm. definitely didn't put him through. All right. I think he's gone. God, we'll have egg in our faces when he gets through. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next on six points is Albania. And making the case for that is Liv. I think her chances of qualifying have certainly elevated since seeing the staging. I mean, she just goes out there and looks like this Balkan queen warrior. Like she has this very striking concept going on. Definitely not all the bells and whistles of some of the entries this year, but there's definitely solid use of LEDs and wind machines that I think will give it a punch. Um, We're really lacking um, people singing in native language this year. And I do think this has the legs to go through to the grand final. Look, I'm going to concur with Liv on so many of these uh, of comments. Angela really has got that presence and the staging is enough to showcase her. And even though it's just her on stage, she really does pull it off. Come on, Albania have such a diaspora out there. They've got Switzerland in here. We've got some other countries like Austria where there are big Albanian communities. I see the tally vote for this one and I can see some good jury. So yeah, I think it's through. Look, I think it's got every chance and I think it's definitely borderline to get through. I think those those points help. It's also been, it definitely lived into my estimations. I think the staging is simple but done really well and nothing really looks like what they're doing. No one else is kind of doing their approach which will make it stand out. Mm-hmm. Worried about the running order. It is in a kind of like part that sags a little bit in the middle of this semi-final, and I don't know if it has the wow and the pizzazz. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of what she brought at Festivalia Kungus, which a bit more dances and some flames. I mean, I love a good pyro, but the LEDs, she is good, but she gets swallowed up at times. So I'm very 50-50 on this one. All right, well, let's move on to the next one here. Five out of the 16 people voted for this one it's Estonia and making the case for Estonia is Laura. Estonia will qualify this year because their entry has a balance of potential jury and televote appeal which means that it has a good chance of sneaking through to the final. The camera loves Ukul Sulviste and his vocals go from strength to strength. The staging is professional and simple enough to not be distracting from Ukul and his performance yet exciting enough for the audience to be engaged and not lose interest. It stands out among the early songs of the running order as being polished, straightforward, radio friendly and easy to listen to and watch. 
which gives it a palate cleanser effect like Victor Crone in 2019. Overall, it creates a nice cohesive package that wouldn't be out of place in the final. Yeah, look, who can disagree with Laura on this one? This is an incredibly cohesive package. The whole thing really works. He's got that professional kind of staging which doesn't detract from the song and strengthens it. And then, yeah, this has kind of got decent jury vote, decent tally vote written on it. You combine those two together. Could be a spot. Yeah, I actually think this will make the 10 in each of the jury and the tally vote. I think there's appeal on both sides. I think it's a really well put together together package it's all going to be about that you know the swinging parts of the who goes high who goes low Mm. because you can as we said before make the top 10 in both but not get through because i could see this at 10th and 9th and 9th and 10th and just miss out or just scrape through it's definitely borderline i put it through because i think this is a really good package altogether i think uku connects he's probably the only solo male that sells the aesthetic mm-hmm. it helps he is yeah. he's the only one really standing out i think to get really vision of the eurovision here and he connects really well he smolders he looks off in the middle distance and there's some nice effects there so the song is good enough he's good enough it can get through but it's sure definitely no sure thing yeah tough running order for him in number two as well also on five points out of the 16 (laughs) gosh i can't believe this one we had portugal this one has really risen and a surprise surprise who'll be making the case for this one is kiriakos you're hearing it right here folks the black mamba are going to qualify they're one of the surprise packages in this semi-final The staging is all class and really elevates the song. I love how you get to go through a journey with Pedro in those 60 inspired graphics of a woman in Amsterdam. It's a really nice touch. And he also delivers some spine tingling moments. The juries are going to go for this. They're going to get this through. I bet my house on it. Well, I look forward to living in Kyriakos' house when this one doesn't qualify. <laughs> yeah, it looks like we're moving to Ipswich. Um, so, look, this I put this in. I put this in the 10. Oh, I was really? really... Yeah, I did. I, I, I always had this sneaky suspicion about the jury appeal of this, but it had to come alive on stage, and their staging was one of the best to suit the song out of all of them. It lifted the song. It gave it some televote appeal. And I think people are going to go for that familiar sound. And they've made it not feel repetitive, even though it's the most repetitive song in the whole thing. Because it's something different happening in almost every third of the song. Okay. Again, I'll go to the, I think a lot of points are being soaked up at the top, which tells me this one could probably finish mid top 10 in the jury. That means it's got to do pretty well in the televote. And I'm sorry, I just can't see this. Just capturing enough people to vote for it everyone might go oh that was really nice or whatever but by the time you know Angela's flames and dress shimmers around then it's completely gone so I just can't see the votes coming for this one I think there's a head-to-head battle between Austria and Portugal I believe one of them will get through I don't believe both will yeah I'm putting my money on Portugal over Austria okay no we'll see I'm the opposite well we'll see who's right and they'll both won't get through exactly (laughs) but we'll have a house it'll be curiosities all right well let's go on to the next one in three out of the 16 this has fallen quite a little bit unfortunately it is Latvia and making the case for Latvia is Cooper It's been 10 years in the making, but finally Samantha Tina has hit the Eurovision stage, and she has hit it with a bang. The Moon is Rising is unlike anything else at the contest this year. The trap beats and the insane vocal make this a standout song. The striking dances, outfits and unique gold and green colour scheme of the staging, there is no way this song will not leave an impact on audiences. 
I don't see this song winning the contest, but I can absolutely see qualification for Latvia this year. It's a well-presented original entry, and being in the later half of semi-final two only betters Samantha's chances of qualifying. Well, look, I'll pick up on some of those points. They're definitely unique and impactful. Maybe lacking the impact we thought it may have originally, but it still is quite impactful. It's got a good, 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 good running order, so that will help it drag some votes along. And yeah, there's a uniqueness about this that will capture some people. I personally think, again, not enough jury votes, not enough tally votes to go through for me. It's just not a strong enough package. This is not getting through. Um, this staging has not lifted the song like it should. Mm-hmm. This was a song for staging. I always believe this is a song for staging and still believe it is, just not this staging. <laughs> yeah. I like the green on the gold. Like She's got a green dress and the gold, it works. But it's too, we said it the other day, it's chaotic, but it's simple. Like the chaos is bad and the simple is bad. You can have simple good, Everything is wrong, um, and it's just not. It's certainly improved on the second rehearsals, and there's some better camera shots, but it's not lifting the queen that Samantha is. Yeah, it's actually diminishing her. And what a ridiculous thing to do when she is the entire performance. Exactly. I I think she'll go off. Like she will be captivating, and she will be you know billowing and screaming and everything. Is it enough to carry her through? I'm sorry, I just don't think it is. Needed to work with the staging. It's not working with her. It's working against her. Yeah, kind of agree with that. Now, the next one we'll quickly talk about is Poland. Now, this got one vote out of the 16. Gosh, someone's keeping the faith or they haven't watched the rehearsal videos. Let's <laughs> And making the case for Poland is Ford. Poland's entry is bad, trashy, 80s, Europop. It is... A guilty pleasure song and it knows it and the staging complements it so well while admittedly my last qualifier of its semi-final it technically does qualify the staging is cheesy because the song is cheesy and Rafael's vocals live seem to match up to the studio version well Ford is very aware that this is bad and this is trashy and it's still a guilty pleasure um, I don't know where he got the vocals are okay. Ooh, no, I'm a bit worried about them. Look, personally, I had this one going through because of, again, Poland, great diaspora vote out there, etc. But unfortunately, seeing the package come together, it's just not It's just not at the right level it needs to be at. So you've dro- it dropped out of your 10 Dropped yeah. out of my 10, yeah. yes. Look, I thought there was a potential path here if they pulled it together and kept it simple, but they haven't kept it simple. And I think another person could have carried this, but unfortunately, Rafael doesn't have the chops yeah. um, to do this vocally. I vocally. think he's got charisma and everything on the screen. I just don't... It's just mm, the vocal part of it. It's does just he too messy. I mean, it kind um, Look, it just... It gives me a little vibe of... Jeff from accounts on a Friday night, <laughs> living his dream. Okay, with sunglasses on. Oh, fair he and does take them off. <laughs> it's look. It the choreography is good. It's fun. If he somehow pulls it all together, oh, actually, gosh. I mean, what, stranger things have happened. San Marino happened twenty nineteen. This could be the San Marino. But my God, it would take the performance of a lifetime and he hasn't even got close to hitting the mark in rehearsals even the last rehearsal we saw they added the pyro and either the camera was in the (laughs) wrong spot or he was in the wrong spot it just looked like they'd set him on fire it it was just it's you just can't go no i know but look maybe look the thing is stranger things have happened yes but it'd be one of the strangest things to happen (laughs) definitely 
And that leaves our last one. Unfortunately, no votes from the team for Georgia Dale. Yeah, look, the song's just not strong enough. Uh, the staging is too simple. It's too dark. There's a couple of nice moments. Yeah, there are some nice moments. But overall, the song was... You you, you could have set the whole thing on fire with Pyros from beginning to end and it would still barely get a... Well, his face wouldn't move because he doesn't seem very engaged. In well, he's the most emotive uh, performer out yeah. there. But mm. look, it's just the song is not strong enough for Eurovision, unfortunately, and he's not going to get through. Yeah, I'll kind of agree with that, unfortunately. All right. Well, what's really interesting out of this one, as you um, prefaced at the start, was that we had this group from like pretty much from Moldova at nine down to Portugal at five, like four votes between them, but half of them wouldn't be getting through on these votes. So it's super close. And this wasn't going to be the semifinal death. And I don't think maybe the quality's there, but it's such an eclectic, almost more interesting semifinal in a way. I think this one leans more to what's your taste in music will we'll define yeah. who you think will get through on this one. Rather than who's the best female banger of that semifinal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Should be an interesting one. The viewers are in for a, uh, a treat, maybe. We'll all be guessing on the night, I'm sure. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks so much for listening and um, we'll see you soon. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, guys. See you later. 